1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Great Beltway Blitz planned for you today. Glenn Consor on the Wizards. Steve Wino talks caps. Ethan Cadeau gets you up to speed. On the Commanders. As we welcome you back, we're Grant and Danny on the fan. We told you someone would win Fallout Boy tickets at 4 o'clock, so let's get to it. Caller number 10, 800 636 1067. Congrats, you're winning a pair of tickets. Fallout Boys, so much for Dust Tour. Jiffy Lube Live, July 19th, courtesy of Live Nation. Buy your tickets now, ticketmaster.com or at Live Nation. Congrats to our winner. We're giving away tickets. 4 o'clock, start of the Blitz every single day this week only on Grant and Danny. It is time to get you around town, the teams you care the most about. Let's get to it. We'll start on the hardwood. Glenn, I thought when you were down 20 points, you ended up winning the game. The Wizards didn't get the memo, man. I thought if you fall behind by 20, you get to come back. That didn't happen for Washington last night.
3: You know, it's 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 hard to sustain leads in the NBA, but um, it just didn't happen for the Wizards. You know, they they we look. You know, not having Coos and Beal firepower, um, it's tough to come back. And and what erases those leads the quickest is three point shooting, and the Wizards didn't shoot well last night.
0: Going forward, uh, Glenn, there there's a consistency that you're looking for. I know you talk about this all the time. And it's like the young players have to get up to that level where you're not going to be as good without Kuz. You're not going to be as good without uh, Bradley Beal, et cetera. But Denny Avda had been playing well. And then, you know, not so much last night, right? Corey Kispert, I think, only had one field goal last night, if, if memory serves. So how far do those younger guys have to go where, again, you're not going to be as good over the long haul, but where they can fill in and it's still a contest?
3: Yeah, I mean, look, in a game like uh, last night and, and, you know, the two previous games, those guys really have to step up, you know, and, and Gafford and, and really everybody that's out there, you know, Monte Mars, um, you know, all those guys got to put up points. I mean, last night's deal was more scoring than anything. You know, we just couldn't find ways to score the ball, and it became a little stagnant Um but, look, you know, you're going to go through periods during the season when, you know, you lay some eggs, and the Wizards have, and they got to get that energy and pop back.
2: Yeah, and their next chance to do that is tomorrow against the Hornets at home at 7 o'clock. Tell me about the matchup.
3: Well, you know, the the, the Hornets are, are a team that um, can get hot um, with LaMelo Ball and um, Terry Rozier. Those two guys could really score, and Gordon Haywood, so – you know, they've got guys that can get hot. Uh, you know, what we saw when the Wizards played the Nets where a guy like Cam Thomas had 44 points and then he had 47 the night after. You know, all, there's so many guys in the league that are capable of doing that. You just got to put that fire out quickly, turn the water off. They got a, a a manageable schedule coming up here,
0: Glenn. There are a couple rough patches for like for anybody in the association, but you know, I think they got a chance to make some hay here over their next 10, 12, 15 games or so. Where should we kind of look up and hope that they are if they want to make this playoff push?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it's now, uh Danny, I think uh the bottom line is, you know, it's one game at a time. You know, you got to prepare one game at a time and you know, you got to win these games against Charlotte. You know, the Wizards had a chance to beat Brooklyn, and, and it was a vulnerable time for them, and it didn't happen. Um, you know, Cleveland's a different story. They're a really good team. So, you know, you're not going to win every game, and you're not going to lose every game, but you got to take it one game at a time. And look, they dug themselves a hole, but they there is still time to dig out and make a playoff run.
2: Trade deadline is coming up in the NBA. We already saw some fireworks with Kyrie. Now there's a big question as to what happens with Durant. I guess Wizards first, but then kind of more broadly, what do you anticipate from the deadline, Glenn?
3: Boy, if I knew that, uh, if I had the answer to that question, I have no idea. You know, I think there's going to be movement um, with, um, you know, with a lot of teams that are going to be trying to improve their roster. I just don't know what Tommy's thinking or, you know, in what direction he, what types of players that he wants. I still think this team right now needs physical defenders to throw into the mix. But who do you give up uh, to get that? And that's an issue. I mean, the reality is this team has been whole, not a, not a whole lot of games this year. <laughs> so, you know, how good the team can be when when everybody's playing is a different story. But you clearly, they need some defensive stoppers and what? some shooting. Glenn,
0: thank you as always, buddy. Appreciate the time.
3: Hey, congratulations you, HOFU.
0: I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, dude.
3: Bye, buddy.
0: We'll see you, brother. Hit that capital sounder, please. rights for the AP Hockey Group. Stephen wino joins us here talking about those Washington Capitals. Swano, do the Capitals ever play again? I'm being slightly hyperbolic.
4: This is their bye week. Everyone's still on vacation. They are back Saturday afternoon against the Boston Bruins.
2: So they will play hockey. That's good to know. And by the way, they come back, and that Bruins matchup is a little bit, I would say, telling about what lies ahead. Because for people who don't know, Boston's the best team in the sport. And then they play a lot in a short amount of days against some really good teams. They're going to be tested right off the bat. How healthy will they be to combat that coming out of the break?
4: GP, they're getting healthier. I think after Tom Wilson, the last few games of the break, there's a good chance he's going, he's going to be back. I still don't think John Carlson's going, going to be ready to play until early March at the earliest, maybe even start of the playoffs. This is a big test for the team moving forward. They've they played more games than anyone else in the NHL to this point, which is why they have this, this, this long break off. I think 11 or 12 days between games. And it's got, you've got the Bruins in there. You've got the Carolina Hurricanes in there twice, including the outdoor game. Florida Panthers. Important teams games against playoff teams and playoff contending teams
0: that are on their heels. What do you make of these contracts for some of these uh, younger players here? The recent acquisitions, trying to extend this window a little bit, seems like.
4: Yeah, and it's really new guys fitting in really well, and and they they, they the Capitals invested in Darcy Kemper as a goaltender on a five year contract originally. Charlie Lindgren as a backup. Dylan Strome and, and Connor Brown were guys who were saying, okay, they they thought, okay, let's let's do this for a year in case Nick and Tom Wilson don't play for a while and see how things go. Connor Brown tore an ACL that didn't go so well. Noah Shrum's fit in relatively well for this team, so he's going to be part of this team's future, a young guy. Sonny Milano has kind of been a, a kind of a gem acquisition for this team, signing him to a deal after the season starts, unsigned by the rest of the league, and it's worked out. This is Brian McClellan taking care of a lot of kind of, not bargain basement kind of future business, but assuring this team is going to be competitive while Alex Ovechkin chases Wayne Gretzky's record.
2: Yeah, I can't wait for him to catch Gretzky because it's going to happen inevitably, and... It's something we'll talk to you about a lot, I'm sure, between now and then. But you mentioned that they've played more than those other teams, and that now, as they get this break, we're going to see everyone catch up to them in games played. How would you summarize the position they're in from a playoff standpoint?
4: They're in a precarious position. And it's not saying that they're in trouble yet, but this team cannot afford to lose three out of four games, four out of six games, a lot down the stretch because – the, the New York Islanders just traded for Bo, Bo Horvath, who is a center, who scored 30 goals already this season. Uh, the, the Florida Panthers are coming. The Buffalo Sabres are a young team coming. And you still got the, the Pittsburgh Penguins and, and some other kind of in there in the mix. The Capitals just need to not fall flat on their face. They, they, they did a good job of, of, after a rough start, treading water uh, in November, getting better through December. And January wasn't a great month for this team. So I, I, I think it's a precarious spot because while the schedule on paper looks easy enough in terms of some of the opponents who come down the pipe a little bit later. The Capitals cannot lose a whole lot of games they're expected to win.
0: Most pleasant surprise? Biggest disappointment through the All-Star break? I'm going to go Sonny Milano on most pleasant
4: surprise because I don't think anyone expected this after nobody else signed him uh, during the off season and, and kind of see him a little bit of a one-dimensional player. And, and he's been great. Uh, he, he's been terrific. The disappointment is, is Anthony Mantha and that guy who the, the Capitals acquired and trade with Detroit a couple of years ago for Jacob Brana, thinking it was almost not, not quite your problem for my problem, but didn't fit here, didn't fit there. And thought that Anthony Mantha would, with a little bit more size, be able to play the kind of style Pierre Lavallet and the Capitals want to play. Uh, and he hasn't been bad, but he hasn't lived up to, to the kind of contract he's being paid. And if they have to clear cap, salary cap space by that March third trade deadline, Anthony Mantha's is the most likely target to do that.
2: I just don't know how they could get someone to take on five point seven mil next year. I mean, would they have to it, pay part of
4: that? I, I, there's a good chance you could have you could take on someone else's salary from someone else. And, and pay a little bit of that to take it on. It, it's still a, a heavy ask to do it, but you you would have to go dollar for dollar probably, if not better this season, to be able to move someone like Anthony Mantha.
2: What about Lars Eller as a trade chip?
4: I, I don't think the Capitals want to move him. And, and even if he's there as depth, and, and there's been an the injury to Nick Dow but, that the Capitals are hoping to see him very, very soon, to, to just have four NHL centers and, and Alexi Protos as your backup, if this team is hoping to get into the playoffs and try to take another run, I think keeping Lars Eller makes a heck of a lot of sense
0: because you do need depth at that position probably more than anywhere else. So I want to thank you, as always, my friend. Talk soon. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Yeah, man. Hit that Commander Sounder, please. All right, nice. How about Ethan Godot, NBC Sports Washington, joins us here on the Beltway Blitz. Ethan, will the Commanders have an offensive coordinator? I think it won't be until after the
5: Super Bowl. It's clear whether that's going to be Eric Bieniemy or someone else. They're interested in at least one, if not more, candidates that are still with teams that are playing. And if it's taken this long, we've seen both OC and DC jobs throughout the league get filled, as well as head coaching jobs. They're clearly waiting on someone. I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's Biennium, but I'd be surprised at this point if we get one before next week.
2: Make the case for why Biennium would want to come here, leaving either Kansas City or some of the other options he might have.
5: I mean, the obvious answer is full play calling duties. He doesn't have that in KC. I don't think he'll ever have that working under Andy Reid. And the other possibility is the staff. It's in limbo, obviously. There could be a new owner, et cetera, et cetera. But if things were to blow up midseason, he could potentially be that interim head coach guy if he can't land another head coach gig. I'd be very surprised to see, at least if I was in the shoes, I don't know... If I would make a lateral move to go be an O.C. somewhere else when you can be an O.C. with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, but he's been stuck in that role for a few years. Maybe he feels maxed out, and there's better opportunities elsewhere. He's not going to get full play calling duties at all as long as he works in Kansas City. I think that's just a fact. And if that's what he truly feels he needs to elevate in his career, then maybe he comes. And Washington, Ron Rivera, and Andy Reid are tight, so maybe that's a good fit for him.
0: The stadium... What's the latest in terms of uh, you know different municipalities sort of fighting over the stadium? Potentially, I feel like I haven't heard very much on that front.
5: I just think there hasn't been much news on that front, which is why you haven't heard. I think all stadium talks, at least in my opinion, have at least been temporarily solved or stalled. Sorry, until there's a solution with the ownership. I mean, if Snyder does sell and whenever that does happen, I think that would potentially open the doors to a lot of other locations that have previously said no to maybe reconsider and say, yes, I'd be shocked if anything on the stadium front substantial happened before, whether a full sale or a partial sale or whatever takes place this off season. But I think that's truly the reason why there's been no update in months. I haven't heard anything since like October, November of last year.
2: Ethan, kudos to the commanders players voted to the pro bowl. They all showed up Reeves, McLaurin, Allen, way Payne. Among the participants in the festivities, how did they fare? For people that weren't tracking them, what were some of the highlights of the Washington involvement in the Pro Bowl?
5: Yeah, so I think the most fun part to come out of the Commanders group in Vegas was uh, the long drive competition. Tressway, John Allen, and Duron Payne were all selected to do that. And John Allen and Tressway play a lot. Tress is like I think he's a scratch golfer, but Duron <laughs> never really plays. So he was telling. London Fletcher that he actually watched YouTube videos of how to like improve his swing the night before and then apparently when he was on the range he hit a stinger that hit one of the tripods in the distance and Tressway was kind of bashing him for that. Um, the rest they played, Terry and Jeremy Reeves were in the flag football game which was by far the biggest event. They seemed to play well. They seemed to really enjoy themselves out there. It was definitely weird not seeing a, a normal game even though the game is nothing close to an actual game but I do think the players enjoyed it, not just Washington, but around the league, maybe a lot more than some of us might have expected. When do you expect
0: an update on the ownership situation?
5: I think all signs poured to March, those league meetings. That's what everyone said for a few months now. I think while I don't know if it'll be finalized by then, I think we'll have some traction one way or the other if there is at least a temporary solution or a full-time solution coming. But late March is when I would pencil in.
2: Ethan Cadeau, NBCSportsWashington.com. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate you.
5: Appreciate you guys. That is
2: the latest on the Commanders as well as the Caps and the Wiz all in one segment. You know, It's funny. You asked him about the stadium kind of out of the blue, but there is news today. just came down from the Washington Business Journal, and that's an article that says that uh, the New Virginia Stadium Authority, the House of Delegates, this week is considering whether or not they are going to establish that stadium authority. If they do, it could, if, author- if authorized to do so in the future, finance the construction of a new home for the Washington Commanders. They've yeah. had this in the past. Mm-hmm. Then they kind of said, we're not doing this. We're not getting the stadium. This could be for a post-Snyder plan.
0: Setting it up so that in the future, you yep. can negotiate with a football team or whomever, presumably. Your ducks
2: in one. a row. Let's just say yep. hypothetically, Dan sells the team in March. Now you've at least started moving toward being back in the mix against Maryland if D.C. gets in so that you're not completely left out. It
0: doesn't obligate you to do anything, right? You're, it does, you're not committing $100 million or whatever the hell to, to to some new stadium somewhere. It basically says we're creating a group that can now negotiate
2: on the state's behalf. Aaron Rodgers says he's going to be deciding his future very soon. I guess that means whether or not he's going to play or retire and whether or not he's going to play or retire or request a trade perhaps even as well maybe. Those are his three options moving forward. I'm going to assume that the decision is pretty easy for him. He's got $60 million coming his way. He plays football next year. But he's going to decide this via a very odd exercise. Mm -hmm. We'll explain what he said he plans on doing to get the answers he wants in his life. Next, right here on The Fan.
1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Aaron Rodgers was at Pebble Beach participating in the Pro-Am with a bunch of celebrities and professional golfers this past week. I thought it was strange that he took time to, while doing an interview to suggest that a lot of fans have come up to him saying he should play for other teams and pointed out that the team that he's getting the most interest from fans to go to was the Raiders. It was just weird because no one was asking him that. It was in Las Vegas, wasn't it? it? I don't know where it was. We're at Pebble Beach. Where's Pebble Beach? Oh, I guess not. Probably not Las Vegas, right? Not Las Vegas at all. But Devontae Adams uh, was there and, and was courting him, obviously. But I thought that whole thing was strange. We are clearly headed towards some type of resolution. It would appear maybe a decision with the Packers and with Aaron Rodgers. Last week on Pat McAfee show where he does his weekly interview, he said something along the lines of that Green Bay is having conversations about me without me. He seemed a little perturbed by that. Uh, well, today we got a gem from him, which was that Aaron Rodgers is going to be contemplating his future by way of an isolation retreat. And so when you wonder, you go, well, What does that mean? uh, Isolation retreat? What what is this? He's going to be having a darkness retreat in a couple weeks, where it sounds like he sits in a dark room for days on end, other than when someone basically brings food to him. That's what's going to be happening for the 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers, so that he can contemplate whether or not he's going to keep playing or if he wants to be in Green Bay. We'll listen to some of this. This is from the Pat McAfee Show today with Aaron Rodgers.
7: It's four nights of uh, complete uh, darkness. What?
2: You going to Alaska?
7: Not Alaska. No, I've been to Alaska. That's a beautiful state. Beautiful. A Are you fun. locked in?
0: Where is it? You're not
7: locked in. No, you can you can leave if you if you you know you can't do it. You can just walk out the door. But it's uh, it's a darkness retreat. Wow. And I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences. And it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now. And I felt like it'd be awesome to do, regardless of where I was leaning. After this season, so it's been on the calendar for uh, months and months and months, and it's coming up uh, in a couple of weeks.
0: So you walk into a room for four days, or is it a cave?
7: where it's, 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 it's a room? It's a little house, yeah.
0: And they just kind of black out the window. Everything's dropped down, and then there's somebody like in there administering like sounds and what we're going through.
3: Options. Of there's, what a, we can- there's
7: a there's a two way uh, mirror. No, like a. Like a little slot that they'll they'll drop in uh, some food for you, but it's uh, but it's it's uh, isolation and darkness. No, you know, no music, no nothing. Are
2: they recording you and your action? And that was Pat McAfee cursing, so we'll dump that. Thank it, goodness. This is not Sirius XM. No, it is not. After all, uh, so but you just heard the gist of it: a tiny little house, small room, completely dark, two-way slot. Where someone brings you food, and that's how you eat. And it's just him by himself in the dark for four days.
0: With his thoughts. Good luck, man. Enjoy it. Whatever whatever that brings you, I hope you get it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I guess. It, 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 it's not even the beat of his own drum. It's the beat of his own orchestra. That
2: guy. How much would I have to pay you to do that? Four days. Not as much as you'd think.
0: Not as much as you'd think. That's quiet. That's darkness. That's isolation.
2: Yeah, you say that, tough guy, but... No, it's, I'm saying it, it, it. No outside world. Oh, it's too much. No technology. No nothing. Four days, bro. Yeah, that's a long time. You wake up from your sleep, you got three more days. You wake up from your sleep again, you still have three more days. It's only been six more hours. You know, like, it. that's right. a long... People... In, you know, solitary confinement is where they put the worst of the bad guys mm-hmm. separate as a punishment. Like, they have all the bad guys in an area that's better than that that have killed people and done terrible things. And then when one of those bad guys does something really evil to one of you the guys who's, him from who's done yeah. the terrible things, then they put him in the place where Aaron Rodgers is going for four days. And you're saying, I'd love that. You wouldn't have no, to pay me anything. I'm not
0: saying I wouldn't love it. No, you would have to pay me. But it's not as much as you'd think is my point. I would do, I would do it, but it would require a significant amount of money. He's just volunteering to do it because it's cool, man, or, what, or whatever his uh, thought process is.
2: Do you think that his experience, which he's talked about with ayahuasca or whatever the the plant drug thing that he took was that that had him go into a different realm or whatever, is that when he became whatever this is? No. Or do you think he was already there before the that? I think I think he was whatever. How
0: do I say this? I think he was walking along a path. And I it,
2: promise you 10 years ago, Aaron Rodgers was not there.
0: No, I think he was walking along a path, not knowing. And then like Shailene or Shailene or or, or whatever, whatever her first name is. I can never remember Shailene it right.
2: Shailene Woodley. Yeah.
0: She rolls in and she's like, here's this weird Hollywood thing that we Don't do. Don't blame this on her. 100% on her.
2: You think she is the reason for Aaron Rodgers no, becoming this? I
0: think he is. But she's like, here's your gateway. Here's your introductory thing to it. It's this weird ritual. We go to uh, Joshua Tree, and we take peyote and look up at the stars naked. And like the other Hollywood people are like, yeah, totally. You you get this lizard, and it bites your right knee, and then you feel the spiritual awakening. And then you don't only eat wheatgrass on Tuesdays. That's how this whole thing started. And he's taking it to the nth degree. He's like, now I want to be an isolated, quiet with a with a prison food slot.
2: I would love. I can't wait for the documentary on Aaron Rodgers and just how we got here with him, with whatever this is now. I think this all started. He, he had a need to be the smartest person in the room. Here's what's scary, I would say, okay? I don't know if the comp is fair or good, but just follow me. Guys like Kanye West and guys like Aaron Rodgers that are just so, like, or Kyrie, you know, these, like, super, um, like, they would tell you they're the deepest thinkers among us. Does that make any sense? Uh-huh. They would say, like, you you can't try to reason with them and say, hey, the thing you're saying is doesn't make a lot of sense. It's they they there's they feel like they're smarter than everyone else there's mm-hmm. an intellectualism to them that they feel like when you're saying to Aaron Rodgers hey man that's kind of a strange thing to do he's like for you but you've never done it and you don't know how much better off you'd be and like there are just people who think like they're smarter than every other person around them they're well more well read and i i kind of think Kanye as he got crazier and crazier and, and just more out there and more out there all along was like on that same path of like anyone kind of tries to bring you back a little bit, you go, oh, you don't understand. You're just one of them. You haven't read the things that I have. And I think Aaron Rodgers is that guy. And it is kind of scary a little bit of like, where does this go? He's mostly harmless, I would say. Right. I was going to say,
0: still just throwing passes.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, but I And even Kanye or Kyrie, I'm, I'm not comparing like terrible things they've done or said or whatever. My point is just when you are such a, Outside the box, outside the lines, thinker. It becomes so perpetuated. Like, it's it's great when you're using it for good, or when it's just like sitting in a dark room. But I don't know, man. That's kind of just. I don't like when people just stop being in the box a little bit. Like it, it's okay to sit with the rest of us. Yeah, sometimes.
0: like like some people be- like for, the way I think of it is this. I I try to simplify it. Like let's say you're just a, you're a little kid. One group of kids colors inside the lines one group of kids colors outside the lines but because it's about freedom of expression and and thinking you no know, not being confined by whatever the other kid is like standing on top of the table uh you know tearing the book up and you know jumping out the window because something he's the he's the third kind you see what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference between, oh, it's creativity, and it's like, you're not be shackled by the constraints of society and stuff. That's how some of our great American ingenuity has happened, right? Some of the entrepreneurs, some of the, the famous folks that didn't accept reality the way that it was, and we we reward that pioneer-style thinking. Let me think about this. Even the pioneers themselves, right, where they're like, yeah, there's pretty much nothing out there. And they're like, we're just going to take a wagon with a horse and a grandfather clock and see what happens when we get all the way to the ocean, Right. Pretty big uh, huevos to, to to take on some of those challenges. We reward that kind of thinking. So it's like whatever that is, and then misguided, and you get Aaron Rodgers.
2: So give me a price. Danny Ruye's four-day quietness retreat. Or what did he call it? He called it a a thoughtfulness retreat, but it was just four days of silence in the dark, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. With food coming through a a, a slot. Just to inter- interrupt you.
2: So basically, it, it's it's solitary confinement.
0: Yeah. But in the, in the pitch black. So I think there, there'd probably be, most of one day would be just sleeping because of, you know, I'm just so tired all the time because of kids. The kids aren't there. They can't hurt but, me. <laughs> so like I'd get through one day, like not that, not that, it wouldn't be that big of a challenge. But hang on. After that, you're just screwed for three days.
2: So, but, but okay. First of all, you're not sleeping for 24 hours. Close to it. The other part you're forgetting about is you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You wake up, mm-hmm. you have no idea how long it's been. None. True. It could have been two hours. It could have been six hours. It could have been 11. Mm-hmm. It's just dark and quiet for another four days. Potentially. Or you could have be. no idea. You can't Three days do... and 22
0: and a half hours, yeah?
2: But, but my point is there's no like Tom Hanks and Castaway where he's able to draw in the cave how many days it's been. Mm-hmm. You have no file. Right. This is how people go insane. You well, know, There's a there's like, a room. I, I have anxiety issues myself or whatever. I couldn't do something like this. I'll just readily admit. Mm-hmm. So if you were to ask me the question, hey, how much would I have to pay you, Grant? There's not enough money on the planet, okay? There's just not. $100 I, million. Dollars. I would you wouldn't do a, it for $100 million? I would try, but I don't think I would make it. I wouldn't make it through four days. I would have a panic attack and I'd run out of there. But I would think that if you're sitting in this quiet, dark room, eventually you fall asleep, you wake up. You've now lost all understanding and concept uh-huh. of how much no longer idea. you're there.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Do people understand how long four days are when there's no distraction? There's no There's no Apple
0: Watch to let you know. Right, you're just by yourself.
2: I mean, do you think you would make it
0: through easily? For a, a lot of money, I do. But like the, the thing I was going to say is there's a the Microsoft for whatever reason at their headquarters decided to do this. Okay, I was reading about this the other day. It's called the It's called B eighty seven. I don't know why they call it that. They designed the quietest room in the world. We don't even realize the ambient sound that we hear each and every day all the time, right? There's just noise, whether you live in the city or the country, there's there's something going on. There's background noise. It's so quiet by design that people can't stand to be in that room for more than an hour. And most people, not even then. You can hear your heartbeat, your blood flow. You can hear everything that's going on inside you and the lack of ambient noise to sort of ground us in the universe freaks people right the bleep out. So people go in there for like a minute or two to relax and center themselves. People have tried to stay in for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. They can't do it. It's that quiet. It's that hard. So I'm, I respect and understand how challenging it is to stay there by yourself with just you and your thoughts and the occasional bread through the food slot over the course of four days. I'm saying if it changed my fu- my family's financial future and our timeline about things, I think I could do it.
2: I don't think you'd make it. I think I could. Maybe. You you might be able to. I think eventually you would. You know, there's a there's a tap out button, or mm-hmm. you just have to say just knock on the door. Hey, get me out. I'm done. Right. I think you're saying that. I think people. You know, it sounds like it's such an easy exercise. No, it's not easy. I guarantee it's super difficult because your mind starts playing tricks on you. Eventually, you're you just feel like you're never getting out of there. Like and you don't know because you could be 3 minutes away from them opening the door and you might in your mind think you still have another 30 hours
0: mm-hmm.
2: like again there's no way to track it but yeah rogers to me i don't dislike watching him i like i'm able to and, and this is something I'll, I'll pat myself on the back for compartmentalize a lot of times if i agree or disagree with someone over uh, issues or or what i don't care like i am able to Find a way to not allow that generally to affect how I feel about them when I'm watching them do what they do. Doesn't mean I'm not coming to your restaurant. It doesn't mean I don't want you to wait on my table. It doesn't mean I'm, you can't be my quarterback. I still think Rodgers is, in my opinion, the second greatest quarterback ever, and I, I, I like watching the guy. I think he's got some game left. I'll root for him next football season because I, I, I love the way he plays. I just think he's a guy who says so many words and says nothing. He is a faux intellectual, right? Right. And, and it feels to me like he just kind of thinks he is smarter than everyone else about everything. And it's kind of like he – I think he probably knows a little bit about a lot. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And those people can be dangerous because I'll bet he knows a lot about – a very. I don't know. I shouldn't say he doesn't know a lot. He's well-read. I just – how about this? I wouldn't want to trust hitching my wagon to Aaron Rodgers at this point of his life. Like him – Pulling his weight and being available to me and and staying committed. I wouldn't want to have to count on that at this point with him doing his weird retreats in silence. I
0: want to watch him play football. I still enjoy that. When he's on the field wearing his uniform with that little flick of a wrist, dot in the eye, as good as anybody's ever done it as a passer. The, everything in between that for me, I basically can't consume anymore. I've, I find him so irritating and so annoying. And whatever this is that we're doing, the the instant the season ends, we start this dance again. Where it's like, and as as an, as a fellow attention whore, I know what it's like. I thrive on attention. I love it. Whatever this is, is the next level, though. Like I just i I can't just do the daily Aaron Rodgers update because he talked to Pat McAfee, who doesn't have any sleeves on, and they go back and forth, and and he gives this weird cryptic nonsense, and everyone tries to interpret it as to what his intentions are. I just can't do this dance.
2: Let's see if we can get Ryan to uh, volunteer. To isolate. To take part in a four-day isolation in a silent dark room. Next on Grant and Danny here on The Fan.
3: T-Mobile has invested billions
0: to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
2: Eric Eager, NFL analytics expert, stops by at 6. We'll look ahead to the Super Bowl matchup with him. Welcome back. You're listening to Grant and Danny on the fan. So we were just talking about Aaron Rodgers, who's going to go on what he is calling a thoughtfulness retreat. Sounds like he's going to spend four days in a pitch-black room, and he's going to get meals served to him through a little slot that opens up two ways, I guess. You know what this also sounds like is... um. Have you ever seen the show Old or the movie Old Boy? No. You've never seen that? No, what is that? So uh, there was a, I think it's called Old Boy, but it was decades ago there was one, and then there was a new one that came out more recently. But basically, while being held hostage, the star of the movie, an old boy, is like only able to open this little slotted area for food. And uh, otherwise, it's just like pitch black and no file on what time it is. And it's a whole thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's something, out, a scene out of a movie, you know, something that happens in a prison if you don't behave, right? But this is not a Spike Lee-directed joint. Uh, this is not Josh Brolin and Elizabeth Olsen in a film. This is Aaron Rodgers choosing to do this for four days for his thoughtfulness and mindfulness so that he can decide what he wants to do with his career. Here's what I'm going to bet. Hmm. I'm going to bet the epiphany that he comes to in the dark, in the silence, is that he's gonna come back and make that sixty million next 60 year? Sixty million. That's my guess. It's a pretty good guess. Could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but I think somewhere in that dark, somewhere in that silence, it's gonna to come to him to go, you should make that 60 million next year, bro. Hey,
0: Aaron, yeah, buddy. Make that 60 million. Okay, self. Done and done. Epiphany had. Now I got three and a half more days.
2: <laughs> I just saved him so much time and energy and effort, didn't I? So the question is does Ryan want to? go into four days of a dark silent room to see if he can outlast Aaron Rodgers? that's the big question
0: I'm trying to think of the logistics for how we could pull this off first we'd have to come up with like a document that where we'd say Ryan you're not gonna sue us right and he's like yeah totally and then he signs his name so that'd be the first thing I think that gotta protect
2: the brand gotta, yeah, protect, you gotta, the gotta protect
0: the shield here second thing is where could we put him for four days? Because we still kind of need him. There's no there's no four consecutive days where...
2: Well, he's off from the show. So he'd just be off. I think we do a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and we just... All two right. days, there's no Ryan uh, helping out Daris.
0: Hear me out. President's Day's a Monday. It is. So now, all of a sudden, we don't, he'd only be missing one day of work on the show. Well, then he's missing the Super Bowl. Oh. In our new... Uh, in our
2: new plan. <laughs> in our new plan. In our new schedule. Where the Super Bowl is ahead of... what? It, <laughs> that's another one. What if you had to miss the Super Bowl as part of your four days in the dark? That would be tough.
0: Yes, it would. I mean, it's
2: hard. Where in the sports calendar you drop yourself in?
0: Right after the Super Bowl
2: that is, your, is your spot. Yeah. I think you got to do summer, July, All-Star break. You, no, bo- no, you would
0: miss the All-Star game, small where, price to pay.
2: Where pe- or you could go right after the All-Star game, especially with the Nats because their season's over in, like, April. Mm. So you could go All-Star game is on a Tuesday night. Get out on Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You come out on Sunday. Get a
0: Sunday day of rest and recovery. How about from your, it? From your isolation, uh,
2: Darius, fire up Ryan's music, please, we so go. we can just gauge his interest. And Daniel, workshop this a little mm-hmm, more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You needle this and, and come up with something here. But uh, Ryan, what's your what's your interest in pulling in Aaron Rodgers? Uh, interest from zero to hundred. Is that the scale we're going with? Yeah. Well, it's a hundred. Okay. I think I could do this. I think it would be relatively easy. I would. I would like easy. a cash prize. At the end of those four days, and I, got, I think I'll I, throw five bucks into the pot. Five bucks, okay, Danny.
0: I think I have three dollars in my wallet. They'd be yours at the end. There's, I have about a dollar fifty on me right now.
2: Nine dollars and fifty cents, good enough. It, it's not, but uh, we we could work on that. We could talk to that. We, we 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 got some other options on that. But I would like a payment. We could get it north of ten. So I, I know that his normal thing is, and I think it's a, mostly an act on air. I, I can't really tell, but his normal thing is to say that it would be so easy, and easy, I could easily do this, and I'll eat sixteen watermelons. Like eating the watermelon, exactly. There, there's a lot of things that he says are easy, and then the watermelon never gets consumed. But I'm I, I do need everyone to understand because you kind of did a big chest bit on this too. How hard it would be in this world where you can't go five minutes without looking at your phone or jumping on your computer or when's the last time you went an hour. Without any form of technology. Legitimately. Honestly, I do that way more than people think. Are like, oh, you Mr. I, Nature? No, I'm not. a player over there? But, well, you know, I'll, I'll take a little technology break. Maybe I'll go take a walk in the woods. It's just how I do it. It's how I cleanse myself. Okay. I don't... <laughs>
0: oh, you got the Brian Peck treatment right there. Big, <laughs> that's big tough. Big cleanser
2: over there. Mr. Clean. <laughs> I am Mr. Just Clean. a human loofah walking around. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I think I... <laughs> I think I could... Do it. I don't think I'd be good at it. I think there may be some repercussions to pay, but I think I could do it. What what would be your game plan, I wonder? Let's go to the phones too. 800 636 1067 Let's go to Eric and Blumont to get things started. Eric, you're on G and D. What's up? Hey guys, how's it going? So, buddy.
0: It doesn't
5: matter where you put him, as long as on day three you send Martin Sheen up the river and find him right next to Marlon Brando in Apocalypse now. <laughs> That's the best. That's what's gonna. It's gonna be a weird coming out of that. Oh, your your boy is gonna be
2: hurting. So, and that's kind of my point is I don't think you come out. It's just like a conversation with Ryan. Yeah, it's not. You're not the same. Number one, you can't come out I hate to say it and be so dramatic. You come out a changed man.
0: I think that's why people undertake it. That's why they do it. I'm quite
2: sure. (laughs) But like he would come out. The the daytime would hurt. Okay, just Mm -hmm. lights would hurt. Mm -hmm. You can't just walk out and drive home. You ever gone to a movie in the middle of the day and then walked out and it's sunny out still? Yeah, it hurts. It's jarring. That's two hours of just enjoying one of the great technologies at our disposal. Four days with nothing but your thoughts, man? You'd never be the same. Well, I know, but I also wouldn't be the same if I got a couple million dollars in my bank account. And that's what we're talking about here. Who's talking about that? Well, I mean, a hypothetical to where if I was paid out a couple million dollars to sit in this Dirty, no, no, no. dark room. We're not talking about that. We're talking about- We got 10 bucks for For you. the radio show. Almost. I could do it. For $9. I could still do it. This weekend, you just start doing this. I don't know where you got your $2 million from, but that's not coming. My pride and I will walk into that room, and we're going to walk out with that room as well. C- can you acknowledge for me, Danny, how most people could not do this, I would say? I think most people would tap out. Especially, Rogers basically said, you're not locked in. It's as simple as as soon as you're over it, you're over it. So now that this is just mental, it's yep. like the SAT test beating you. You're going to get to a point where you just say, "Yeah, I don't need to be doing this anymore. I hate everything about this." If and there's the a reward, yeah. you're nine hours in when that happens. If there's the
0: a reward at the end, people can stick it out for that. I've, I've seen people do super incredible things, I, right? I, for 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 that,
2: I could do this if someone that I love died if I didn't finish it. I would figure it out a way. Uh, I could do this if I was going to make, to Ryan's point, a couple million bucks. Anything short of that, I don't think I would last 24 hours. I just, I, I, people are sleepy. Everyone's such a tough guy. So, you, you know how scary it is to just be with your own thoughts? Maybe you guys all like yourselves more than I do. It's yeah, you terrible.
0: you are projecting a little bit onto everybody else. It,
2: it, uh, fine, but it is terrible.
0: Yeah, no, it's not. It, it can be a challenge, but that's part of it. It's it, you, you can go through that process and get that experience again. For me, I'd be good doing that for like a couple days, oh, for like eighteen hours. I
2: wish we could do it. I I, I just want to see uh, Danny over there, unable to play pickleball for four days. And, and, and now, I could bring, I could bring my paddle down there with me. But yeah. I could bring it in there. Start playing pickleball to in the have dark. It. Benji in Fairfax, what's up?
5: Well, I was just going to point out that uh, President's Day weekend is not this weekend, so he could technically do it without
2: missing the Super Bowl because it's the nineteenth. No, no, we, and we we get that. We were saying we're just planning on when to do it. When we change the Super Bowl to President's Day weekend, he'll now be missing the Super Bowl. But yes, this time around, he could. He could do it next week. So Grant
0: and I talked about this yesterday. We're going to introduce a bill. Now, I don't know where this would go or a to deal. whom. It's a Bradley. Yeah, we're going to introduce introduce this William to move the Super Bowl to President's Day weekend. That's our initiative.
2: We're going to do it. It's going to happen. Craig's in Woodbridge. Craig. What's up, buddy? What's
0: happening? Show as usual. Thank you, bud.
2: I would go
4: a hundred dollars that you can't make it four days. Thank you.
2: Hey, someone with some sense around dark? here, Craig. What's that? I said someone with some sense. All these guys around me are acting like, oh, I could do it. No problem. Yeah, right. You no, know how you, much ayahuasca there, Aaron Rodgers is going to be on to get through this? You're crazy.
4: Man, you're eating in the dark. You're using a bathroom in the dark. Trying to find a toothbrush in the dark. No fun.
7: There ain't no,
2: no way. And wait till they start incorporating, like, snake noises or, like, roars or something. I'm thinking about the... the, You haven't seen the new Jackass, have you? Uh Uh-uh. So the newest Jackass, they're in a dark room like that. And, like, right before the lights get turned off on them, there's a bucket with what is supposed to be the scariest snake on the planet or the most lethal. And then, like, the lights go off and they're like, oh, I knew you guys were going to screw with us. And then the bucket supposedly falls over. And you just hear the hissing and, like, there's a, a rattled noise that they have right next to their ear. But you can see with a lights, you know, camera, oh, the, the, the dark, night vision stuff. Night oh, vision, man. They all jump up on the couch and they're like ah, screaming. Can you imagine adding that to it? Yeah, I'm with the caller, man. I think it would be tough. Darius, are, are you going to be the other member of Grant and Danny, to be honest here? Or are you going to say you could pull it off?
3: I, I don't think I could pull it off. There's just I, like Danny said, maybe for a few hours or so, maybe, I don't know, a half a day. I, I'd lose my mind afterwards. GD on the
2: fan. Eric Eager coming up at 6 o'clock. How big a gap is there between the commanders and the teams we'll be seeing play in the Super Bowl? And what should Eric bien do at the end of the season? That's next on the fan.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.